0: And we are live for the third episode of the podcast. i like to welcome my colleague, Dave McGonigal. Hi, Dave. Hello, hello, mate. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, not, yeah, I can hear you, dude. Not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. Um, obviously, um, we're going to start the podcast off with the big, yeah. big talking point of the weekend, um, the Andy Joshua, um, uh, Andy Ruiz fight. Um,
1: yeah. Just your thoughts, first of all, Dave. You know, when I watched it, Dan, I'll tell you what, I was numb. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, I, you know, I predicted Joshua would be too big, too strong, and would get Ruiz out of there win five. But I just felt Joshua, from the off, was was tentative, uh, really tactically wrong as well, you know. He wasn't using his reach advantage, his height advantage, his size. He just wanted to fight Ruiz on the inside, didn't he? I just couldn't believe what I was seeing.
0: Yeah, um... To be honest with you, I mean, I've been predicting for a while that AJ will get beat, or beat at some point. Um, I've yeah. always said that Deontay Wilder would beat him because of how static and how easy AJ is to hit. Um, yeah. I always believed Fury would beat him. I didn't expect Ruiz to beat him. Um, Ruiz not really... Although he's got fast hands. Um, the problem was, was that um, the, the, the British public as a whole... Um, the British media, um, not so much AJ's camp, but because AJ tends to respect all of his opponents. But um, AJ fans in 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 general, um, you know, gave Ruiz a lot of stick. Um, and on our page, I tried to explain to people, you know, you try and you need to reg- you need to disregard what you know Ruiz looks like. Um, this is a tougher fight than. Than people think, um, I didn't expect what I saw, um, but I tried to explain to people that this is no walkover. This is going to be a much tougher fight than, you know. And and I was t- I was told I was deluded, and Joshua was going to walk over him in a few rounds. Um, yeah. uh, but obviously, I mean, you know, uh, what bothered me the most is that AJ just didn't listen. You know, Rob was trying to advise him in the corner. Um, and he just didn't listen. And he was getting caught with that left hook, right hand combination that, that's, that started him to start that, you know, started him going in the first place. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was just for, for a guy so big, um, uh, you know, with such a size advantage over a week, I don't understand why he stood in the pocket for so long. I mean, it's I like when he first got caught, I mean, I watched him, he threw the kind of jab and then Ruiz threw the hook over the top of his jab, and then the right hand, and that's... That, the right hand... The, the hook, first of all, hurt him, but the right hand, which clipped the top of his dome, the dome of his head,
1: is what really wobbled him. Um, yeah, and he and never now, recovered, did he? He never recovered. No, and then,
0: exactly, and then Ruiz went after him. Um, see, this I had this debate with, with, with one of my pals today, and I was trying to explain to him that this defeat is 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 really worrying because... This just This wasn't a flute This wasn't a flute punch Ruiz broke him down And stopped him Do you know what I mean? He, he like To the point where AJ You know the ref asked if he was alright and, and I'm not sure whether he said this or not But it looked like he said it uh, He looked like he said I'm done to the ref um, I don't know whether that was actually the case I'm not going to say it is Because obviously There was a lot of noise It just looked like that um, And obviously the ref
1: waved it off The point is the ref stopped the fight while Joshua was on his feet. I know, I know. He was gone though, wasn't he, Danny? I mean, it, oh, mate, we've got he a was gone. I mean, um, George Groves, I was a really interesting interview on IFL TV. George Groves and Dave Allen both think Joshua quit. They both no. think yeah. that he, he just kind of, like you say, suggested to the referee, didn't want any more. He, he did, but, but I was looking at that closely. He looked confused. You look, Aussie was getting beaten up, and I just think Ruiz took the heart out of Joshua, yeah. Uh, you know, and he, 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 but like you say, it wasn't, wasn't like a Lennox Lewis, Oliver McCall, uh, you know, a freak one knockout punch. He got beaten up, didn't he? Over yeah. four rounds, um, Exactly. he got beaten I, I, up. I, I, I think I agree with
0: George Rose. Um, I, I think he did quit. I, I honestly think that, I mean, you watch most fighters, um, and I, listen. I, you know, before I say this, I want I want to try and reiterate to people that, you know, I'm not I'm not having a go at AJ for this, um, because any fighter that steps in that ring, you know, deserves you know the most amount of respect. And for people all jumping on the hate train of AJ, um, you know, I've give AJ some stick over the months, but let's let's get this right now. This is a guy who started boxing ten years ago, uh, Olympic yeah. golf, um, you know, f- you know, uh, three titles, uh, world champion. Um, uh, you know, yeah. you know, phenomenal. Exactly. In ten years, I mean, that is that is an absolute, uh, an absolute phenomenal. And and people talk about J- AJ's quality of fight. Whether whether Vlad was forty one or not, Vlad was Vlad was a legend. Yeah. Um, you know, and he went life and death with Vlad. Uh, Aj has some decent names on his record: Takham, Povetkin, Parker. You know, those are some good wins. I mean, yeah. you know, they're not they're not great
1: wins, but they are very, very good wins for a guy who's what twenty one Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He's done, he's done phenomenal. But you just wonder: Has he got too many hangers on now? Has he? Yeah. is He starting to believe his own hype. Is he training like the challenger? Um, yeah. These are questions that. You've got to ask now, haven't you? Because, like you say, he didn't look like he was listening to Rob McCracken, who is a phenomenal coach. But yeah. he's, come, he's come under fire now. They're saying, you know, I know there's it's fighters like Lance Lewis saying that McCracken's not good enough for Joshua. And I think that's crazy talk.
0: I do as well, to be honest. I think that's absolute bullshit.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I know. I just think that maybe AJ's starting to believe his own height, believing yeah. that he doesn't need to listen to a trainer. And you're dead right. I mean, what was he doing? What was he doing gunning in a, a firefight with Ruiz, who's got better hand speed than him? Yeah, you know, I just, it didn't I just, make any sense. I just, I just didn't get it. I mean, you know, I know Vladimir got stick in his career, but Vladimir was smart, wasn't he? He fought yeah. the way he needed to fight to win. He kept yeah. it long. He kept it at distance. You know, he'd jab, you, jab your head off, as David Hayden used to say. But guess what? He, he bloody won. And, exactly. And, you know, and you can't fool him for that Joshua wants to seem like he wants to entertain the crowd, but he's fighting stupidly I yeah he's got he's got himself knocked out see see you know you know what you talk about
0: that jab and grab style of of um you know of lads. if you't yeah. listen if, if you listen to what McCracken was telling um <clears throat> excuse me telling hey in the corner he was quite, he was telling him all the right things to do, you know. Um, to recover, listen, at, he was telling him, listen, at me. you need to jab to the body, move away, jab again, move away. Don't get involved in a punch up. Jab him, you know, keep your distance, jab, move away. Don't stay in the pocket. The minute you land the jab, move away again. Don't move away in straight lines, back away, you know, create an angle, move off at an angle. But uh, what I did understand is AJ then throw the jab, the right hand afterwards. He'd throw the right hand though, and then stay in the pocket after he threw the right hand. I mean, exactly it just didn't make any sense. And then, oh, no. and then, you know, uh, he kind of, you know, fair enough, he gets caught, you know, uh, he's, he, he does seem a little bit, church, you know, but, you know, any fighter that gets caught by a heavyweight, has the chance of getting knocked out. Um, oh, you know, no. these guys bang. Do you know what I mean? These guys do seriously bang. So, whether, you know, it's Ruiz, or what, it doesn't matter, you know, it's a heavyweight we're talking about. Um, my worry, like I say, was, you know, this was over four rounds of, of you know, he just didn't seem to, to learn what went wrong in that first round. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, not only yeah. that, but he pinged Ruiz, dropped him, right? Now, and, and for me, he, like, if that had been Vlad, Vlad would have took very, you know, he would have stood back, had a look, been very careful in what he did. But so AJ just kinda tried to go after him, stood and tried to
1: hook with the hooker. And I know. I know. It's, it's it's suicide. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I just I just I just didn't see Joshua trying to change his style at all. He was just, you know, making the same mistakes. And you know, and you end up getting knocked out that way, don't you? I mean yeah. I always see, I always I always said that um uh, see
0: for me AJ since since he fought Vlad for me AJ's regressed he he hasn't he hasn't improved like I thought he would um I thought that he, he's obviously his defense and his foot speed um, so for me look like, I'm surprised these are the things that have not improved don't get what the script is there
1: I know it, I mean I know. Uh, Cole Frotch always come up with that fame, famous George Grove has been Cobra, you, And uh, rightly so. I don't think George Grove was ever the same after he got knocked out by Frotch, And I, I just don't think Joshua, since that life and death with Klitschko, has been the same. Like you say, it's almost like he realises he's vulnerable now and he can get hurt and he, he doesn't attack with the same aggression or intensity. And like you say, he's not, he's not as confident when he goes into the ring anymore. That was evident. Um, before this fight last night it was you know the Parker fight wasn't great but he looked vulnerable and Ruiz has carried on so like you say I'm seeing I'm not seeing any progress since the Klitschko fight Yeah, I mean
0: you know let's let's I mean for me it's more um, can he can he beat Ruiz yes definitely 100% he has he's got the, he's got the body type the body size he's got the, the power to put an end to Ruiz there's no two ways about it Um, the problem for me is the mental side
1: of it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: you know, can he? Can he? Can he come back from that mental side? I don't know. That is that real aspect of this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. This this is it, isn't it? I mean, you know, and the problem is, is like the mental side of it. As Teddy Atlas always refers to, is eighty percent of the fight, isn't it? At that that elite level, you know, it's just um, and like you say, I, I. I think that mentally, Ruiz made Joshua quit. And if, he, if you do it once, you can certainly do it again, you know. And Ruiz, Ruiz yeah, he's, he, you know, he's a, he's a bad-ass Mexican. He's going he's gonna to go out on his soul. But he's not going to give you that fight. Um, yeah. And I think Joshua, after he knocked him down, just assumed that was it. You, yeah. you know, he, he, he didn't have any respect for the fact that Ruiz is going to get up and he's going to fight you back. Yeah. And, and that was the problem. And um, I, I just don't know who's going to win this rematch. I really don't. Um, yeah, normally.
0: Me. No, me. yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of talk today, Dave, about this rematch. Um, and, um, you know, I, I've heard one guy telling me, yeah, but Ruiz is the champion now. He's the A side. And I, I tried to explain to him that, listen, you know, we're talking about Eddie Earn here um, and, and, and AJ. Um, there is no way in this world that Ruiz will have any say over this rematch. Um, no. Eddie Hearn will have him toyed up, so toyed that he literally will not be able to have any choice, I mean, Eddie Hearn has already said that he's got, you know because the, the, the WBO mandatory is yes. due um, uh, in the next um, 60 days, I think it is what well, Eddie Hearn has already said, he's, he's to the president of the WBO already um, and, you know he's got it sanctioned, that they'll, they'll, they will give an extension um, yes. so you know, Eddie owns already thinking about the rematch. Now, did you hear uh, the the, the rumours of uh, Anthony having a panic
1: attack before the spot? I did, I did, and you know what? I just, I just don't personally. I don't buy it. I mean, I just don't think Joshua himself would go out to the ring uh, if he, you know, because that's that's an intense thing. I mean, I know people have had panic attacks, and you can't function for at least He's an hour. It, it's you worrying, know. isn't it? It's, yeah, exactly. It's worrying. It, I mean,
0: I was watching the video of his dad trying to get at Eddie Earn and I could hear AJ saying, stop. It's not him, it's me. It's not his fault. It's mine.
1: And right. I, like
0: like I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that it isn't true, but I just I, I can't see like I mean, one thing you know, we can we can we give Eddie all the griefs under the sun, and we you know for, for the way he runs pay per view, and one of the things I've got, I have to say about Eddie is he, he does really care about the fighters in his table. He does. Um, he does. Yeah. Doesn't, you know what I mean? He, like, it's one of the things that I've always you know I'll give him a lot of shit over the years, Eddie Earn, um about his pay per views. Um, but you know, he's one he's he's one of the best promoters, but if He's the best promoter in this country. Um, yeah. and, you know, one of the things, you know, his fighters get is they get paid and they get the taster.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, he has a passion. You can tell he's been brought up as a kid from the boxing world. So he has a passion for boxing. And like you say, he has a passion for the people, the fighters he represents. I mean, I know, he, you know, we always call him Fast Car Eddie and he does like the pound note. But like you say, he generally does care for his fighters. And, you know, for him... He wouldn't send Joshua out if he you know, if he had a panic attack because you know, you know you can't function properly for at least a couple of hours. It's a serious, serious thing having a panic attack. And I've been in a room with someone who's had a panic attack and the first thing you do is you send them straight to A&E because yeah. heart rate, breathing, it's no joke. There's no way you go to a ring. I'm sorry. So I, personally, I don't buy the fact that he had a panic attack. I know rumours are circulating. I think what's far more likely is... Joshua's dad, and, and you would do as a father, you care about, is, is fuming because he's probably thinking the referee has stopped yeah. it too soon. And he's having to go at Hearn, he, who he believes you know, is a chosen referee, yeah. um, which is a bit unfair. And I think he was unhappy, and I'm hearing from Sky Sports, that he's not happy that Hearn, that chose Ruiz, um, as a replacement um, five weeks out. He said, yeah. how could you be so stupid? This guy was dangerous. He was 33-1. and one. You know, what What were you thinking of? You know, giving my son a five-week <sighs> training camp for this guy. And yeah. I believe that was far more of the reaction rather than the panic attack. But yeah. I, know, I know lots the of people. The thing is,
0: though, like, I mean, what, he, what his dad has to understand there is that you know, AJ gets a say over these opponents. This is not just Eddie. Eddie doesn't pick an opponent out of the air and say, right, well, AJ, this is the guy you're fighting. He gives him an option of different fights It's like, listen, bro, these are the guys that, you know, present the, the challenge in front of us. Which one would you like to fight? Yeah. And that's how it goes. I mean, they offer. Um, you know what, mate? I'm so glad that, you know, Ortiz didn't get the call up because, for me, if that had been Ortiz in there, I think Ortiz could have really
1: hurt him. That would be brutal, be, yeah. Be
0: state, brutal. Ortiz, Ortiz can seriously bang. Um, yeah. You know, Ruiz is not a big puncher, um, but, but Ortiz can seriously, seriously bang. So
1: that could have gone pretty badly for him. Yeah. I mean, what, the thing is, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm always weighing up, is um, Joshua chinny, which we know he is, but I don't think he's got a glass chin. No. I, just think, I just think he's like, he says tactically... So naive, isn't he? And, and yeah. like, he's in a firefight with someone, and he's, he's dead upright. He's dead bulk yeah. straight. And, like, as I remember Ted Adler saying, that's, that's like a dream for any short guy, because suddenly yeah. you've, got, you've got all these glass windows to smash, you know? It's like, he uh, hasn't, it's like he hasn't got the fight. When he comes under fire, it's like
0: he hasn't got the fight IQ to kind of get himself out of that of um, yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't like, like, for instance, when he was getting caught, he didn't even know how to grab hold. You know, and I was thinking, I was, I, was, I was sat there watching, I was thinking, grab hold, grab hold, grab hold. I was, I was actually shouting out, grab onto him. And yeah. Grab him, and he
1: just he just didn't. And it was oh, weird. Man. I just don't understand what he was doing. He kind of, he's like a deer in headlights, isn't he? When he gets hit, he panics and he, his natural reaction is to start throwing back. But he's dead upright. He swings wildly. And like you say, he leaves himself exposed to someone like Ruiz, who had far better hand speed I mean, the, the first knockdown, he must have hit Joshua with a seven-punch combo. Yeah. I mean, it was, was unbelievable. Um, do you uh, know
0: what I do hope, Dave? What I do hope, right, mate, is that, and I really hope this now, and, 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 and I hope it, you know, more than, you know, and, and I've got no love as such. I'm not a big fan of anti Joshua's or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Hello,
0: mate. Ah, we lost David. Have we got a mate? Day. I'm back. Um, I'm mate, back, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, yeah, I was saying that. You know, I hope he recovers from this. Um, and I hope that. Uh, he learns his lesson from this, you know, takes it as a lesson. Um, and because, because I believe that he was rushed along way too quick anyway, um, you know, because he got because he that world title shot against um, Charles Martin, you know, he became a world champion. And then, you know, he was like 70, 16, 17, in, and people were expecting him to fight, you know, elite level opposition. If you look at Waldo's resume, god damn it, Waldo was fighting, you know, D level fighters, thirty fights in. Yeah. You know, AJ shouldn't even AJ shouldn't even be coming onto the world level for
1: another four or five fights, really. I know, it's crazy how he's kind of and, and to be fair, Hearns admit this, he's learning on the job, isn't he? Um, yeah. but but you know, like I say, New York, new climate, um, you know, it's just a different vibe for a whole you know, Wembley, where he's his home turf, he knows what to expect. Um, you know, and it's just a learning curve for him. He's got yeah. to learn, he's got to learn from this. But what worries me is going back to that not listening to instructions. You know, yeah. um, is he gonna still stay ignorant? I hope not. I, you know, because I, I generally want Josh to bounce back from this. I hope. Yeah, me it too. Hum, I hope it humbles him a little bit and goes, Right, okay, I don't know everything, I need to listen to my coach, I yeah. need to. I need to um shore up my defense. I need to improve my jab. I need to fight a, for a better distance and you know it come back stronger that's what I'm hoping now. Maybe this loss will be the best thing for him
0: yeah, yeah, hopefully i mean i mean
1: like i say you know um
0: we are we, you know as much as we we give him stick he's a talented fighter um and like i say. You know, realistically, I mean, he's, what, 20, 21 fights in, is he? 21, 22 fights in, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so realistically, you know, he should be just about, you know, three or four fights away from, you know, he should be fighting for a European title against, you know, um, I don't know, somebody, you know, anyone at European level. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, I, I don't, I, I just think he was... Um, Moved along just way too quickly um, You know, he should be in with somebody like Derek Chisora You know, at this point in his career um, But he was just moved along way too quickly um, Obviously, that total shot against Charles Martin You know, any sort of pound notes um, Oh, you know, we'll have a world champion I mean, obviously, after the Vlad fight You know, AJ kind of you know, he was shot into superstardom. And from that point onwards, you know, he was not allowed any more learning, learning fights anymore. You know, people looked at him as this invincible
1: machine that couldn't be stopped. And, you know, it's wrong. I know, I know. And, uh, you know, the signs have been there, you know, even against Takao and Parker, you know, that he's, he's you know, he's not the finished article by, by any stretch of imagination. And like you say, Wilder's fought twice literally twice as many fights. Um, and that's why Wilder's probably now only coming to his peak. Yeah. So, I don't think, like you say, I don't think AJ's anywhere, anywhere near his peak right now. You see, and, do,
0: you know, do you know another thing? Sorry to but, but do you know another thing as well? This doesn't mean, either, that AJ can't beat Wilder. Because no. Wilder isn't a six-foot-one, um, you know, uh, moving target. Log. Wilder is way more static Um the problem with Wilder
1: is if Wilder does catch AJ, you won't just stop him, you'll flatline him. Yeah, oh gosh, he's not getting back up, is he? But but like like you say though, if Joshua catches Wilder, Wilder's not gonna react like Ruiz. He, 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 Wilder stiffens up, doesn't he? Wilder yeah. doesn't like doesn't like getting hit. Whereas Ruiz, you know, he's almost he's almost calm when he got knocked down. He, he he got back up smiling, didn't he? he yeah. Half... And let's remember,
0: let's remember this as well. Walder was saved by the bell against Ortiz. You know, if it hadn't exactly. been for a short round, remember that. You know, remember what happened. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. Walder got away with his big stole. You know, what I mean, you know, they cheated. Yeah, they cheated Ortiz out of that victory. Completely cheated him out of it. Um, yeah. you know,
1: Walder was all over the shop. Uh, I know. Yeah, 10 more seconds, 10 more seconds, that fight's over. I'm sure that they cut it was it about 30 seconds early, the round was, or something like that. So, I, if, if, if yeah. I remember, I'm sure it was 30 seconds early, the round was. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Wilder was gone. And like you say, he's exactly like Joshua. When he gets hit, he doesn't know what to do because he hasn't got that amateur background, has he, Wilder? He, you no. know, he, he, he panics, he's like a deer in the headlight, and he he stiffens up. Even as crazy as it sounds, even Dominic Brazil, before he got flatlined, um buzzed Wilder, and you could yeah. see Wilder rocking back. He kind of froze for a minute, and then you'll see and you'll see that he, he managed to land. Do you remember Melina rocking him as well? I mean Melina shook into him to his boots. Oh, exactly, exactly. And I think that's another reason why uh, Wilder he's now bulking up a little bit more. He's he, he coming at 223. I think if he ever fights AJ, he'll probably come in at 228, something like that. Yep. So just yeah. to try and give himself some, some assurance. But like you say, I think in many ways, Ruiz could be a more dangerous fight than Wilder for AJ because of the yeah. height, because of the hand speed. And the fact that Ruiz, if he does get knocked down or punched, he doesn't, he doesn't panic. He, yeah. you know, he, he just keeps his head down, low centre of gravity, and he'll fight, he'll fight you back. And he's vicious. Yeah. With that hand speed, um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I don't know um, if, if I, I know the rematch is going to take place next. But like you're saying, an ideal world is that the right move for, for Joshua?
0: Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, if I if I was if, if if I was his trainer, I'd, I'd kind of and if I was Hearn, what I'd want to do is give him three or four, you know, easy fights, um, and then and then put him back in again, build his confidence again, but. Um, you never know. This could have a positive effect. AJ could go in there, you know, get it right, blast him out in a few rounds. Um, all of a sudden, we've got AJ. You know, we've got the, the killing machine back again. Um, yeah. Obviously, boxing. There's a big part of boxing that's confidence. Um, you know, so we'll see. I mean, you know, time will tell. We're looking at November, December for the rematch. Um, I'll take. I think that will be in the UK. If it is in the UK, I'll be attending. Um, hundred percent attending. Um, so yeah. yeah. Um, moving on before we, because uh, I, I just want to talk about these couple of couple of things. Um, before we we call it a night. Um, uh, one of the one one of the um fights on the undercard was Katie Taylor against um. Oh, what's the girl's name? Passoon. Christine Passoon is
1: it? Yeah, that's um, it. Belgium, yeah,
0: yeah, the Belgian girl. Um, well, Passoon was um, I think thirty-one fights. Um she hadn't been beaten in ten years.
1: Yeah. I think she was actually undefeated, wasn't she, pursued? I think she'd lost one fight, like early I don't doors. Know.
0: But don't uh, 10... Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. For 10 well, years. Yeah, yeah. Well, um to be honest with that, um on the night watching that fight, I had it a draw. Um I had a lot of people saying, Oh, Katie Taylor should have lost that fight, she should have lost. Anyway, I, I replayed and watched it again. Um and for me. People saying that she should have lost a a bit far far with the mark. No way was it a robbery. Was it a close fight? Very much so. Um, I think was soon flattered. um, And and because she was constantly pressing, I think she gave the the impression that she was, you know, doing the better work. But for me, Katie landed the cleaner, crisper shots. Um,
1: Early on, I mean, the first five rounds, I had it 4-1 to Katie. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I think there's a tower of two halves, really. yeah. Henry. The first half, I think Taylor, like you say, showed her class, her bella boxing skills. But I must admit, I, just, I, I think she gassed out a little bit. And, I think <laughs> yeah. she's, and, and she's 100 miles per hour. Into, I think she's still learning. She's only had 13 fights. And I think she's, this, this will teach her to pace herself better. She, yeah. can't, she can't go 100 miles per hour every round because... You're gonna the get Dave
0: the thing was mate, though it's like like there was a point in the fight where person was she was like falling over herself because Katie was like you know slipping out checking out um you know you know slipping out of the way and throwing the right hand um so for me you know to, to, for people to say
1: you know robbery is ridiculous yeah I know I know I, it was a very close fight I I, I must admit I, I just shaded it for Bersoum, simply because that yeah. last round as well, that was a big last round. And I actually, for a second, thought, God, Taylor could be in trouble here. Yeah. I mean, she got buzzed badly. But to her credit, I mean, you know, it wasn't a case of her holding on to the ropes or taking an eight count or anything like that. Yeah. But um, but like you say, I just think Katie Taylor, you're right, was the better boxer. She just gassed out, which yeah. gave Bersoum... Bassoon- well, I mean, I, do you know what? I've got no problem with people thinking that,
0: you know, Bersoum won the five. Um, I've got no problem at all with that. But I've got a problem with people shouting robbery because for me, yeah. there was at least four rounds in there that were swing rounds. Uh, yeah, that could, yeah. you know, That could have easily gone either way. Um, you know, if you're a judge and you see those four rounds to Katie, you end up giving it a 6-4. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, sort
0: I of, sort of mean, if you, if you see it for bassoon, um, you know, then you you end up seeing Pursuit 6-4. My problem with Pursuit was... A lot of her come-forward aggression was ineffective. She she missed with so many punches. I mean, I was looking at the punch stats, Dave, um, and Katie outlanded that in eight of ten rounds. So, yeah. you know, although she was on the back foot, um, she missed with a lot of punches. And, I mean, I mean, if you've seen both girls' faces afterwards,
1: you know, they both look like they've been run over by trucks. I know. I know. Persoon was... Beaten up as well, there's no yeah. question. Um, I just think that, you know, I mean,
0: Katie's already said she wants the rematch, um, and the rematch will take place this side of the water. Um, I just think that, uh, you know, I've got to give credit to Katie Taylor. You know, she's just become, you know, unified champion in 14 fights, is it 13, 14 fights? Um, uh, you know, lightweight, unified champion. No woman's ever done that before you know it's mad it really is i think we've lost david for a second uh, hopefully we get him back in a bit but yeah so uh, you know I, i'm i'm basically saying that you know to 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 to, to, to not give kate the credit she deserves for you know for the fight that happened then i just i don't know i, I have no like i said i have no problem people thinking person won um but for you know i just think that it was a very close fight. Could have gone either way. I gave it Ke Katie after rewatching watching it. Um, close fight. Um, sorry, guys. I think we've lost David for the minute. Um, I think we're going to take a short break. Um, and then what I'll do is uh, restart the podcast, uh reinvite him on, um, and we'll go again. Uh, we've just got a couple of other fights to go over. Um, I do hope you're enjoying the podcast. We've got a little bit of news at the end of it as well. Um so yeah, um speak to you guys in a minute. And um, we're back again. Um Hello, sorry about that, Dave. Um we lost you for a minute, so um we started again. Um um we'll just piece the two pieces together and it'll be it'll seem like it was one podcast. Um so yeah, we was on to Catty Tyler. What I was saying is, you know, no woman has, you know, unified the lot right or any division for that matter. Um, especially not in 14 fights.
1: I know. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And she's only going to get better, isn't she?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, bear in mind, I mean, for me, um, you know, when she won that gold medal, that was the best Katie Taylor I'd ever seen. Um, I don't think I've ever seen her better than that. But in the pro, gra- you know, the pro game, she's just getting better and better and better.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. And I, and I think pursuing was probably going to be a, a hardest test for for a long time. I don't see anyone... But obviously they're talking about the rematch now, aren't they? Which yeah, going to be interesting. But I, I think Taylor will be better. I think yeah, done for that fight. And I actually think she will beat Pazuna comfortably in the rematch. I don't know what And I
0: saying. do, I do. Yeah, I think she'll box differently. Uh, she made it hard for herself, but I think she'll box um, more. She won't stand and fight. She won't. She won't make it so much as a dog fight next time. I think what she will do is um, she will box more off the back foot. Um, uh, kind of jabbing and moving I think that's what she'll do um, moving on from Katie Taylor um, did you catch the uh, Chris Algieri against uh, Tommy callfort yeah did you watch it hello hello mate I got you I don't worry yeah I mean also I, I
1: guess we to touch on Josh Kelly
0: I guess as well oh yeah. yes Josh Kelly I forgot about Josh Kelly yeah
1: Is Adam Booth rushing him too quickly? Because I, I know he's a highly skilled fighter, but for me... Yeah, still uh, too to
0: much. be honest with you, I think Josh is a little bit overrated. Um, as much as I like his style, um, I just think that, you know, like you say, he spends too much time messing around. Um, you know, personally, I had Ray
1: Robinson winning that foot. Yeah, I did. I, it was close, but I think that he, he, he did the busier work. He was more aggressive. He seemed yep. to dictate the, the pace and style of the fight. And I think Josh Kelly was kind of, kind of you know, working ar- around Ray Robinson yep. uh, rather than dictating to him. Um, um, but Adam Booth it amazes me because yep. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Adam Booth. But always seeing post-fight, it's almost like he's, he's on a different planet to everyone else. Yeah. He's not yeah. seeing what we're seeing with Josh Kelly. He just to think that you know, they're on the right track. He's a special fighter. He's a special talent. He's the best fighter I've ever worked with. Uh, you know, the same spill. I'm like, but Adam, last three fights, yeah. he's looked very vulnerable. You know, he, had, he hasn't looked well. I don't think he's even looked world class, let yeah. alone world. I mean, elite,
0: to, you know, to be yeah. honest with you, his lack of power bothers me. Um, you know, you put him in with a top sort of welterweight, he gets blasted out of there. It's as simple as that. You put him in with somebody like Sean Porter. Sean Porter would absolutely annihilate
1: him. Yeah. I know. They're just going to walk him down, aren't they? They're just going to realise that we've all, it's like um, a lesser version of Pauli Malinaji. when, you know, when he used to step up and fight the big boys, they realised he couldn't, he couldn't break an egg. So they just used to walk him down eventually. Yeah. You know, stop him around eight or nine, nine times, you know. And just Yeah,
0: I can't him. see him going on to, I mean, he's had ten fights, um, you know, uh, he's, he's he's fought some tough guys in that you know in those ten fights, so I will give him that credit. Um, but I do, I can't see him being anything other than, you know, maybe just above domestic level, European level, maybe.
1: I know, I know, and um, I just think you know this is constant showboating where you know he does against like you say yeah. the elite, he's gonna get caught doing that, isn't he? You no, know? and. You know, with the you know, his hands down and goading his opponents, you get away at that domestic level, but you know, world. Yeah,
0: moving on. Know, did you catch hurt. the uh, Tommy Coyle uh, Chris Algieri oh, yeah.
1: fight? Yeah. Besides the Taylor fight, I mean, I, I, and you know what, I was screaming yes. to the rooftops in round two because obviously, because called called busting, didn't he? And I just thought, come on, but he just he just couldn't didn't have enough probably size or strength to, to, to really, you know, stop Algeria, who managed to weather the storm. And after round two, you could see the tide turning. But... What, I mean, did geez, did what Algeria look as well at, at
0: the way. way He was huge.
1: I know. What I didn't realise is he's actually a sports nutritionist. And he's actually guided like... I think it was Terence Crawford I, in his last fight. How to bulk, how to eat healthy. This is why... You know, he seems to make the weight cut. Well, I thought moving down in weight, because he's 34 now as well, I thought this was going to be a struggle for him. But he did it with ease because he's, well, he's he so looks, He
0: looks massive at the weight. I mean, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, yeah. massive at 147. You know, um, absolutely <laughs> huge. But for me, he was just, for me, he was a level above Coyle. um uh, For me, you know, Algeria is kind of that not quite... Um, you know, world level, as in you know the top guys. I think he's he's kind of you know just outside the top guys. Um, you know, if you put him in with Spence, Crawford, Porter, Garcia, I think all those guys beat him. Um, but I think, but I think just below, yeah. I think he can, you know, Algeria competes. Um, and he's a tough, you know, he's a tough fight for anyone, you know. So,
1: um. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he went the yeah. distance with Pacquiao, didn't he? he? Got, not he got, as I know, he got floored five, six times, but he kept getting up. He's got great heart, and he's got that kind of New York, New York yeah. kind of fighting style, isn't he? He doesn't quit. He keeps coming at you, and uh, like you say, he's not, he's not the elite. But if you know, if he moves down, uh, you know, to light weight, I mean, Jesus, I mean, uh, that's.
0: You know, like exactly. Say, a, exactly. I mean, right. just 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 finishing off. Um, we will cover on you know the last fight of you know, uh, the card. Um, you know, Callum Smith against Hassan Ndam. Um, personally, I thought that was a bit of a pointless fight. Um, you know, you had a middleweight, a career yeah. middleweight fighting, you know, a super middleweight champion, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's just Callum Smith
1: too big, too fresh too strong. I mean, I think it was just the fact that he's been out a long time. And this is the only worry I have in Kevin Smith, I don't know what you think, Dan, yeah. is his inactivity. He seems to go seven, eight months constantly, yeah. consistently, without fighting. For so me, as well done. as,
0: you know, a lot, of, a lot of people, for me, are overrated him slightly as well because of his victory over Groves. We need to remember that Groves was shot to bits when Callum fought him. He was coming off one of the worst injuries he'd ever had in his whole career. You know, his shoulder was, you know, mangled. Um, so for me, you know, it was a, it was a badly, badly diminished George Groves. Um, and for the, for the time it lasted, it was a very competitive fight. Um, it was, wasn't it? You know, it and bearing in mind as yeah. well, You know, Smith struggles to make one sixty eight. You know, give the guy give the guy a few years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Hello, buddy. So
0: much going on. Can you not hear me, Dave? No. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the you know the third in the 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 series of uh, podcasts. Um, we're slowly getting them better. One of the pieces of news um, that um, is pretty exciting. Um, we've got a page called Boxing Matters that we're going to be joining forces with. So it's going to be just boxing is going to be an off um, you know uh, um, part of um, a bigger page called uh, Boxing Matters um and we'll be moving forward as you know as a team there. Um I hope you guys, you know, come along with us on our journey. Um uh, we've got big things in planned here with the podcast, um, you know, um with 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 you know attending fights and attending, you know, press conferences and such as. Um so stick with us guys um and we'll only get better. Thanks for your time tonight guys. Um really enjoyed the podcast tonight. Um so Dan from just boxing out